and welcome to episode 242 of More Than Dice. I'm Gonzo. I'm John. And welcome to the new year of 2023. Yay! Come on, everybody, cheer for me. Give me the Kermit the Frog. Okay, nobody. Y'all are just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get? Look, 2023. We'll see. So I, I got my ears on. You know, Missy was already already on top of it before I could do anything. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not, I want to be comfortable tonight. <laughs> Sorry, Missy. So, got the meow going. Um, welcome to the first episode of the new year. Um, we are really happy to be here. Same new year, same shenanigans, of course. Captain Missy will so try different shenanigans. So, maybe I'll rant less. No. Wow. That was quick. That won't happen. <laughs> Guys, let's go ahead and get everything going. We want to thank Mies on Minis for hosting our files and getting out to people. Uh, there's also uh, quite a few other uh, podcasts that are under the More Than Dice Network that we help uh, distribute. Um, we have the Minority Report, which they do a lot of, uh, a lot of War Machine and uh, Hordes type stuff. Really good guys. Uh, really good friends of mine. Love them to death. Um, and then we have the Tried and True podcast, which are based up in the New England area. Really good group of people. They're doing some really good stuff for War Machine and Hordes uh, and for the community. Um, and then the Boker podcast, um, they, which is Seth Cohen, which is a really good friend of mine. Love him to death. Does the Boker Brawl. He does a lot of good stuff. They have a lot of good things. So... Um, just in case you get to hear, you get to hear a ton of stuff. Also, we have RPGs. We will have a new RPG coming out pretty soon. Uh, probably in like a couple of weeks. Maybe two. Maybe two. Um, I am running one um, for uh, a home-built world using 5th edition rules. And then, um, I don't know what's... John's got something new brewing too, so we'll have to wait and no, see. No, that was just a belch. Oh. <laughs> oh, you mean role-playing game. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah. <laughs> so, uh, you'll be seeing a lot more stuff. Other than that, uh, we want to thank Midnight Heroes. Uh, pay attention to them. If you like good chibi stuff, you like cool mech stuff, um, they are going to be doing some new projects pretty soon. Um, he is going to be doing a Kickstarter. Uh, and as soon as he figures all that information, we, of course, will have him on the air so he can talk about the new Kickstarter he's got going. Um He's told me something about it, but I don't know what I'm allowed to spill, so I'm not going to say anything. But we love him. He does some good work, and you can also get a good code if you like. Uh, we want to thank Parabellum War Games. They are awesome, and they do the good Conquest game. Um, <coughs> you can find them everywhere. Conquest is trying to break out and get to be better um, and hang out with everybody. Um, they're pretty much at every major convention doing major tournaments, and they're just a great group and of I people. And I see them in stores, so they're starting. just need to get – I mean – I mean, as you know, like COVID like was was tough and we're just still building back steam from that. Oh, yeah. And I mean, the games, if you like a good regiment game, I like the regimental version than the uh, skirmish version, uh, which I think is a great. They're still both both good games, but I like a regiment game from them a lot. It's a lot of fun. It's pretty cool to work on. And of course, the models are legit good. Um, and then, um, Topo Dork, if you like good metallic paints and good color shifting paints, make sure you check them out because they have some really good stuff. Um, and you'll be seeing them hitting more conventions, uh, soon because they are 
ra- ramping up convention seasons and trying yep. to figure out where to go. Um, and they've been really good on quality, and if you get something that's not good quality, of taking care of you. So, oh yeah, happy to see that from a company. So many companies are doing. I mean, I understand it's hard. It's hard to keep up with that. Customer service is not cheap. No, you know, as Modi went to the bullshit, uh, their bullshit version where you have to go back to the store because they can't be arsed. But Turbodork's not like that at all. They're just going to take care of you, and I appreciate that from a company every time. Very much so. So, um, other than that, guys, make sure that you hit that like and subscribe on everything so you can make sure you hear from us, know where you want to go, know what you want to see from us. Also, if you have any topics or discussions you want to talk about, hit us up. Um, We have no problems. If there's a product you want us to look at, we'll look at it. Uh, If there's a game you want us to test out, we'll do it. Um, whether it's, um, tabletop, miniature, role-playing, um, role-playing's a little harder. We can read it and comment, but getting a group together might be difficult for us yeah. just because we've got our own thing and it's hard enough. But I mean, it, it, we, we can give a review or look at it <laughs> oh, or yeah. whatever. Um, as, and also if you, video games, um, I'm, you know, can pretty much get on any platform except for Xbox. So, um, I've been trying to find a game to play lately and just nothing's been really hitting me hashtag pc master race oh, I, i've been trying everything on pc too pc hey, only. my uh my uh, new two new hires who are best friends uh actually got me a game on steam because one what? they play called phasmophobia not sure if i'm gonna play it much it's horror themed and it's about something about you attract ghosts by talking through the mic and that yep. means you don't be a talk through a mic and if you all have met me that's <laughs> probably not gonna happen um <clears throat> but I've been testing out and trying to find things to play. I've been playing a bunch of games and see if I like them. I've been really dying for a good survival crafting world build, and I don't want to go to a PvP server or go to a server that's not my own because I don't want to deal, deal with asshats. But I've been trying to figure out how to do like a, like a Daisy, you know, only you know friendly only server. But you know, good luck with that. Or if someone has one, I can jump in. I'd like that because I like I like survival crafting world things, which are pretty fun. So I did play State of Decay. I haven't played State of Decay two, so uh, I don't know that. Uh, I tried Medieval Dynasty, and it was like, uh, Nix, I haven't heard of that. I will put that on my list to look at. Not that I know so of. That's fifty percent off right now. I'll have to look into it. Procedural co-op space sandbox players can build their own spaceships out of dynamically scalable blocks. And again, half price on Steam right now, which is pretty good. Oh, yeah. I, no. Nope. $12.50 is uh, like... I love Steam for this as an aside. I love like the discounts on things were just like, oh, fuck yeah. I mean, if it's... You know, when Legionnaires got me to get Banners of Ruin, it was like... 11 bucks with the DLC and I'm like <laughs> sure <clears throat> I got way more than 11 bucks of enjoyment out of that and I still yeah. could play more I haven't fully completed it just been trying to find something you know to occupy my time and whatever so I can keep busy yeah um, not Star Realms so just gonna have to try to figure out where and what I'm gonna do yep. um other than that let's get to the really 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 important question for the day um John, what are you drinking tonight? I'm drinking a Code Fireball. Code Fireball. I. That is code Red and Mountain Dew Code Red and Fireball for anyone out there who didn't know. 
I I'm gonna drink just a little bit, not a lot. Um, I brought out my uh, Tawny Port, a 20-year Tawny Port. I'm going to be drinking some of that. Um, so, <laughs> I'm sure Nick's just talking about mine. It's really good, Nick. So I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Really good. Um, so we're going with that. But we do have a few shout-outs this week. Um, we have, of course, the soccer legend Pele passed away this week. Um or last week, I should say, not this week. Um, and I remember he's the one that got me into soccer because I saw something that happened and I was like, oh, that sounds and looks like a really fun game. And I started playing soccer. And that's, you know, kind of how I get it. He was a very good soccer player. Yep. Yeah, he was, he was, you know, I'm not a big soccer guy, but, you know, even he penetrated that, you know, just yeah. randomly, you know. You, you, you knew who Pele was. Oh, yeah. Growing up. You knew who Pele was. Oh, Legion, we're not going to shout out one of those fuckers. Yep. Um, Barbara Walters passed away. Um, Barbara Walters passed away. She was iconic. Yes. As Um, an interviewer and and all. was one of the last great journalists, if you will. Yep. Um, Growing up, you always heard of two names of journalism, Dan Rathers and Barbara Walters. Yep. And that was the thing. Um, And so... Uh, passed away. I mean, she was what ninety three. So yeah, yeah, was, she uh, really long, she yeah. Really long life, but you know, so, it was sad this year ago. Um, other than that, um, John, you got anybody oh, else? Oh, um, I will say, uh, yeah. So Darren Watts, who most of you won't heard of, who is a in the role playing game community, was a big uh, um, hero games uh, champions guy, and was working with their spiritual successors and. I forget what the name of the company is now. They've changed company names at least once in there, but working with the uh, their new games, uh, Prowlers and Paragons and all, and oh, yeah. he just passed away. He had a stroke a couple week a week or so ago and passed away right before the new year. So sad to hear that he's uh you know in, involved in games that I've I played for years. So yeah, guys. We appreciate everybody that listens and watches and so on and so forth. We appreciate you no matter what. Uh, please make sure that you take care of yourself. People are getting sick. People are, you know, everybody's been around each other for quite a bit. So please look after each other. If you see something, say something. And take care of yourself. Cheers. Cheers. I'll warn you, I made this a little extra strong because I'm almost out of that bottle of Fireball, so I might <laughs> get a little messed up. Man, I love port. Ooh, extra cinnamony and still good. Man. Maybe a little much uh, cinnamon because the cinnamon's a little more overpowering. You don't taste as much of the... Uh, code red? The code red, but still good. All right. So let me go and switch the camera around. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, there's one of my printers. Most of what I see is your fucking hand. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll get this back up. All right, so I am working on my miniatures, but we'll talk about lists real quick because I know that some people are wondering about my list. So there's two things in my list that I don't have that I ordered, and I didn't know that we could take these until I started digging into list building a bit more. One thing I'm going to take is a cavalry attack helicopter, which I think I really like. One, because it has a 20-inch movement. If it gets hit, it's fucking gone, but uh, it'll be cool. I mean, it's a helicopter. Yeah. (laughs) 
um, the age of mechs. Yeah, correct. Um, so before we get into this, list building is a little bit different with the Alpha 350. You're only allowed to take eight battle mechs maximum, so you can't have like a full Two three. Lances, gotcha. Yeah, uh, 250. You can't have 350 points worth of mechs. And so you have to figure out other things to put in there. Or you just buy really expensive shit. But the problem with that is you build 350 points, but you can only take 200 points on the board. So you've got to be, you know, a little bit careful and so on and so forth. Not a big deal. Um, I think it's a cool system. You can do, you know, some really neat things. Um, so I had to have things to fill out because, you know, I increased the gunnery skill on some of these to make them so they, you know, they're able to hit a little bit easier. Uh, some of the power ones. And some of these mechs I took because I love the mech. I don't give a shit whether they badass or not. Um, so, of course, the next one is a Rifleman, which I think is a really cool mech. Um, it's got pretty decent shooting, can hit things. Um, and, of course, one of my favorite mechs, King Crab. Does it have uh, the the anti-air ability that it should have, or is that just not? This version I didn't. I wasn't able to get that. So, one of the things when you mm-hmm. build... Uh, a list is you have to choose whether you're doing inner sphere or clan pretty much. And mm-hmm. then you have to choose an era, uh, mm-hmm. to play in. And I chose the clan invasion to play in because it's so, a little bit, a little bit higher, you know, tech. Um, I'm sure Nixie's going to ask you this, but they should actually be requiring an era. It shouldn't be because in most battle techs, and it may not be an alpha strike. Things are not balanced between eras they they tell you what areas you can choose from okay but like but you don't, once okay. you go once you go higher in the eras the the point cost of models are skyrocketing huge okay. I'm, as long as it's balanced i'm just saying like yeah there, there is a balance in it like the higher you go in uh the timeline the more expensive stuff gets so you have to be careful uh and client invasion with like that middle plus it's the it's the time frame i know um of course, like I said, King Crab, just because I think this thing is awesome looking and it's really cool. Uh, plus, it hits like a brick, and it it has a lot of health. So, okay. it's a good Yeah, thing. I mean, also, fair note, Nyx is going to be much more helpful. I don't know Alpha Strike as well. I know Battletech, a game of armor combat better. Yeah. Uh, the Trebuchet, because I like the Trebuchet. It's an ugly mech, but it has some pretty good uh, abilities and can move because it's a 10-inch jump jet. It has 10-inch jumps. Um, the Locust, which I really like, um, the Locust 3S, uh, because it's super freaking fast. It's got a 16 inch movement and hits decent for, you know, a mini mech. Uh, one of the things in this game is when you sprint, you move your speed times a half. So, you know, mm-hmm. 16 inch movement is, is a lot compared to a lot of other things. Mm-hmm. Of course, I couldn't go without playing my Warhammer because he's my favorite mech of all time. Um, just good. He and actually, I dropped the weapon skill of those two guys down. So if I take them, they hit a bit easier. Um, and they have a limit of how high and low um, you can drop the skills of them. Like you can't. Only two mechs can go to two or less. Or to two, and that's the lowest you can go, and only two, and only so many mechs can go up to uh, skill of five, or skill uh, of seven. Nixie wants to know why you chose the King Crab zero zero one. Cost. It is very much a cost thing. I was running out of points, um, and it has a case, um, 
and indirect fire one. So I don't want anything exploding happening to a 58 point mech. Um, and then a Phoenix Hawk because one, it's cool as shit looking and it moves 12 inches. So an 18 inch move is pretty legit. The Phoenix Hawk's good mech. Yeah. And it moves pretty fast and it's got decent health and short range hitting is very, very good with that one. Um, and then the next one was a Wolverine because the Wolverine has two type of movements, a 12 inch move and a 10 inch jump, uh, which is really, really good. It's uh, funny that it, uh, the Phoenix Hawk should have jump also. Uh, not this version. I didn't get the one that had, uh, this one didn't have jump. Oh, uh, which one did you have? This one is the 2K. 2K. Oh yeah. The Cretans, they took the jump jets off. Stupid guys. <laughs> um, and then I took uh, a Shadow Hawk as my other one. My Shadow Hawk has a, an, an increased skill also uh, on it. One, because I think it's a cool mech. And two, it's got a 12 inch move and a 10 inch jump. Yep. Uh, so it can. Should. And it has <clears> a lot <throat> of cool abilities with it. I uh, can't use some of the abilities. You can buy the mech without it. You just can't use it. Like the tag is one of the abilities you can't use. Um, so when I was doing this, I was like, crap, I totally forgot that you could only have, you know, eight mechs. So I went back and, uh, had to go buy a few things and I bought some attack helicopters. Um, so I bought the cavalry attack helicopter. I don't know what all the rules are, uh, on it, but, um, I just thought it would be really cool to have a 20 inch movement, uh, skill for, you know, two damage. Uh, attack so he's limited. He can choose an error, but he's then he's limited to that error. Correct. Like he's got they got a list of things they can errors he can choose. So, uh, but then I took a yellow jacket gunship because it has a good long range and can do searching and all this other stuff. Uh, I'm waiting for the uh, attack helicopters to come in, which I printed bases for them, and then what else? And I got some rods to put in them so I can make them look like they're flying. But. Those are, this is my basic of my list. It is 349 points. Um, I may change it up a little bit because I didn't take any off-the-board uh, artillery. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, but um, If anything, if you want to take that, I would drop... I mean, I know the King Crab is cool and all. I would drop the King Crab for it because it's obviously the slowest mech you've got. It is. Uh, and the thing is, is what the one of the things that you you know the scenarios, so you can kind of pre-build your 200-point list before you start playing. But this is, uh, like I said, this is my test because I don't know if I really want. And like I said, the King Crab, it's a cool mech, and it hits like a brick and can take a lot of damage, but it's going to be a target from hell. And it is kind of slow, and it is pretty slow compared to everything else. Yeah. Yeah, having things that have similar uh, speeds just so you can keep them together in a unit to support each other is always a good idea. Yeah. So it's going to be just a little bit of a test. Um, one, I have to see, you know, what's going to work and what's not going to work. What looks like it's going to work. Um, type thing. And just play around with it because, I mean, they play on a weird board size. I can't remember what it is, but it's like 36 by 22 or I don't know. There's like a, it's, it's not bad, but it's just different um, for the game. 
So I'll have to just test it out. I got a friend of mine likes says we're going to get together Saturday and play our first games and do some stuff. And test out and see how things are going. Um, other than that. But I mean, this is kind of the paint scheme I'm going with. Which is, so is that, that I assume the tabletop is what they said they're playing on. The 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 event the event yes the event okay. sets sets what they're going to be playing on yeah because they because uh, they say generally six by four correct uh, it's okay. a little bit different on this one yeah I'm sure tournaments I mean obviously having at a convention has its own limitations correct um so the thing that I was going to do. You should have Alpha Strike cards out of your packs for most of those guys, too. Correct. Except for some of them don't have um, that version. Yeah, the version I want. So I just use... There's a good good list builder that prints out the things like that, which are really good. Because all I'm going to do is print off enough for the tournament and laminate type thing. So I can wipe off and do whatever. Yeah, Nixie wants to know more about your error limitations. Um, let me give you a link. I'm going to send, I'm going to put a link in the chat. Um, give me one second. I will give you the link to, this is one of the rules sets for one of the tournaments. Um, that's a rule set for one of the Alpha Strike tournaments. Not all of them follow that rule set. Um, I'm waiting on um, one event to post their rule sets to see what uh, I'm allowed to play. Because if it's the same thing, pretty much, maybe just different point value, even cooler. If not... I don't know. I have to wait and see. So the biggest question I have paint-wise is uh, how are you going to paint up some of the barrels? I think I'm just going to do straight metal. Okay. And then Mostly, you know, do, like do, the do a wash them. I'm looking at, uh, you know, because it's got the big uh, barrel up there on the right side, it looks like. Yeah, this and barrel the, right here. The big one up top. Yeah. That one's barely noticeable. If you didn't paint that, I'd barely notice in there. But that one's very prominent from an upper view. Yeah, I mean, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to take anything that's like a weapon or, you know, going to shoot a barrel. I'm going to paint it this uh, shining silver and then uh, probably null oil or, you know, armor wash it down. So mm-hmm. it'll be, you know, it'll have some textures and stuff. But I wanted it to be kind of a... Oop. I wanted it to stand out. The metal to stand out. That way it gives some texture and everything to... Um, or g- give some contrast to it. So, Nixu, why do you strongly urge him to move to the Civil War era? I mean, I understand a little bit about the technology differences, but I'm curious what part in Alpha Strike would make you want to do that. Because he doesn't know. I have no clue. And- and honestly, I mean, I stopped playing before the Civil War era, but I am familiar with the differences because it was sort of like just on the edge of that. Because um, for people who don't know, there's a lot of, there's several errors to Battletech. Oh, a shit ton. I mean, that's... 
Oh, so you're thinking he might just be able to find... I mean, obviously, all the mechs he chose were in the uh, clan invasion... Correct. Uh, ...timeline. So, I mean, he doesn't need to worry about Civil War. If he's got all his mechs he's looking for, it's all good. I mean, there was quite a few mechs I couldn't use due to, you know, error timeline. I'll, I'll look at it. I'm not set yeah. on it. I'm just like, these were the mechs that I was, like, okay with. That you wanted to play. Although I have quite a few that I could still, you know. I mean, I'd suggest a better Phoenix Hawk than the one you took, but, you know, hey, it is what it is. Well, it also comes down to point values, too, that we have to look at. Well, yeah, but I was just one with with actual jump jets because that gives you another faster scouter. So you've got a little more scouting available because he's get the jump and that's a heck of a thing. It's it's a heck of some mobility. That silver is super bright. You might regret that. Yeah, I'm going to I'm looking at it. I'm going to let it set for a minute and then I'm going to probably wash it down and see. Yeah, I usually go darker than wa- then highlight and then wash, but yeah. um, hold on. Where's my no oil? I mean, you're getting a lot of the uh, the classics here. I think the funny thing is you really only have two of what I would call actual battle tech designs. The rest are either uh, Macross designs or um, Fang of the Sun Dugram uh, designs. And yes, yeah, so I'm being a super nerd on this guy. So don't <laughs> don't judge me. Actually, judge me. I don't care. Because BattleTech when it started off, literally, the first box that all of their mechs designs were stolen were licensed. I don't want to say stolen. They were legitimately licensed from uh, various animes. Uh, generally, two animes. Uh, well, three technically if you count the Locust, but. Uh, and then after that, they started getting their own designs. Now, granted, they've gone through redesigns. Like the Warhammer, Rifleman, and Phoenix Hawks are all Macross designs that have been updated enough so they're now distinctly different as far as the court of law is considered. Then the Wolverine and the uh, Shadowhawk are Fang of the Sun Dugram that are now distinctly different enough that you can call them different. And then I forget the one Locust is from another one, but it's been changed enough. Um, I actually have the Dugram armor right here that looks like the Shadowhawk. Because I'm a nerd. You're a nerd. Yes. But it's super cool. It's one of my favorite. It was one of my favorite designs. Um, he says the King Crab is a, is a bit of a mistake because it's got an XL on it. And yeah, I don't know what that means necessarily in... Um, Alpha Strike, but generally speaking, an XL is a detriment to a mech that big because it takes away some of its um, durability. Fewer structure points. There you go. But well, I've already told him, Nick, that I think that the King Crab is a, the obvious outlier in this group. I think you'd do better with another uh, solid uh, heavy that's faster, can keep up with his force better, and do what he needs. Yeah. I mean, if you want indirect, look at a... Probably don't have a Crusader easily. What else would do indirect? Archer. I do have a Longbow. Yeah, but I do an Archer because Longbows are ugly. <laughs> I think they're cool. I I mean, they're based off the worst-looking Macross Mac. Good job. I like the Archer better. I do have an Archer. I have two archers. But again, actually. I'm not super on uh, 
Pays those barrels up like Donkey Kong barrels. There you go. Now I'm in for the memes. I'm in for the memes. Honestly, I'm a big fan. Always been a big fan of the Orion. It's a great jack of all trades. I don't know what it looks like. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I say this, I could find out. I have cards and shit over there that I could look at. But, you know, you can turn on a light and just start doing that. But so, what else do you learn about Battletech? You said you learned some other stuff about Battletech too. Well, I like I didn't know about using the aerospace stuff. Uh, not aerospace. You can't use aerospace. You can in certain. Okay, let me take it back. In certain formats, you can use the aerospace, but for the most time, you can only use, you know, certain things. So I can't use, like, jets and other things of that nature, but uh, using the... Oh, crap, this thing's clogged. That's going to cause a problem. Um, I could use... Um, whatchamacallit? Helicopters and troops and battle armor. And I was like, I don't know anything about that stuff because I don't know that shit. Oh, um, he does. Uh, Nixie brings up a good good point. Dis he says you should discard the long range bracket for damage entirely because of the table size, and that actually makes sense. They're playing on a much smaller table. Yeah, it says what the table size is on um, in that packet. Yeah, so you might want to look at that. So you may not need to worry about the long range support. You'd want something better, medium range. Yeah, most of my stuff is medium range stuff. Um, okay. Some of it is uh, long range, so. Yeah, but with, like I said, with that table size, you might want to look at that and make sure nothing's too skewed to uh, long range. Yeah. I don't think anything's that skewed for a long range no. only. I would even not take anything that's, that's you know, highest numbers long range. If it's equal, long mid, sure, but. Yeah. Building into IF also was also a mistake. Didn't build into that. Just have it there. Okay. Now I'm looking at some of their scenarios and stuff. I like that they... Remember, one of my big things is no scenarios. They actually have a fair number of scenarios in the basic book which is cool also i think there's a bunch of scenarios in the uh excuse me in like the battle for tuki ad book so nick so i think this is probably good stuff to bring up after he plays a game gets a game under his belt and then he can start figuring out okay yeah that didn't work the way i wanted it to and that kind of thing so yeah, that, and that's the thing is I wanted to get because I mean I'm not sold on everything. There's some of them that I want because I think they're cool mechs, but you know, not sold on it. And I think I like the darker middle a little bit more. Yeah, I'm gonna say I think there's only one glaring error in your uh, mech choices that I would have to deal with. Which one's that one? You didn't bring a Marauder. Um, that was one I was going to substitute in if the crab didn't go. And I bet money Legionnaires was thinking, I was going to say, dude, you didn't bring a thug. <laughs> to be fair, you also didn't bring a thug. What's a thug? A uh, thug is 
is it's our current meme. It's it's basically it's a Star League era mech that is basically two PPCs and a uh, and two SRM sixes. It's solid. It's a solid assault mech. It's reasonably fast for its size, you know, average speed overall, but fast for its size. It's got good armor. It's got good heat sinks and good punch. Now remember, Alpha Strike doesn't deal with a lot of that stuff. Yeah, I mean, the stuff still is the same, though. Like, you could say there's new with that stuff, but a mech is still the mech. A Locust is still a Locust. You say it's a Locust 3S, I can go take a quick look, see what that one is, and give you an idea, you know, know an idea what it's supposed to be doing. Yeah. I think the 3S, if I remember correctly, is the missile, is the missile one uh, with short-range missiles, so it's going to have a lot of firepower for its size. It would be a little fragile Yeah, this one has... Not here though, because uh, I mean, if only I had the ability to find out which one was which. Let's see, Locust 3S. Oh, look, 3S, um, Endo Steel, Ferro Fibrous, and SRM 2s are upgraded to Streak 2s. Yep. Are you looking at the Alpha Strike version of it? I'm looking at what it is. Again, a mech is a mech, regardless of what which game thing you do. I can tell you, and I've already seen what uh, Nixu said it is, but I can tell you that it is going to be short range and have solid firepower for its size. Yeah, Does... and he's right. It's it's two it's two two zero. So no long range makes sense. Two and two makes sense because it's got yeah. streak twos and medium lasers. I mean, again, mechs are mechs. <laughs> yeah, that's the reason why I chose the three S because it's got it can get behind. And if it gets behind, it does one extra point of damage from behind, and three damage from in the rear is pretty good. Sure. Nope, nope. I'm just curious inherently of which one that you said the zero zero one. Okay, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think as funny as it is, I think the king crab you have might be the wrong version. Because it does hit like a brick, but it's made for longer range because it's meant to stand off against clan mechs. So you'd probably be better with the uh, the classic version with the double AC-20s rather than the double Gauss rifles because it's still going to hit like a tank, but it's going like to hit like a truck. It's going to hit like a truck at close range rather than at longer range, which you may not need. Uh, this king crab hits at fours all across the board. Okay, it was solid then. Yeah, it hits at fours all across the board. Yeah, it's because it's got uh, it's got good good weapons. It's got two Gauss rifles, uh, large pulse, two streak twos, and an alarm launcher. Still, it's solid. Pretty bracket, but cool. And this is sort of the, the, the fun, everyone who's not in the battle tech of Battletech, is that, again, I don't know the game he's playing particularly, but a mech is a mech is a mech. If you know what the weapons are, you know what they can do in a generic standpoint. You know, I can look and go, okay, it's got Gauss rifles and LRM, a large pulse laser streak twos. It's got solid firepower at all the brackets. 
And then Nick's just shared a list of. Uh, ooh, I'm not going to go there, Nick. So it's given me an error. Its certificate is not. Not uh, current, and uh, I'll uh, I'll pass for the moment. I going to say Gonzo, maybe silver for the. Uh, the case of the uh, the rocket launcher is not the best choice. I think it'd look better in black. No, it's not that Nick suits that they don't have their security certificate online accurate. So, yeah. So you need to be careful with that. I'm not going to go right now. I'd take a look at it first. Mm, yeah, black may be better. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, the, the interior silver would be cool, but I think the edge around as black would be more interesting. Yeah, I can always paint it black. That's the good thing about black. Mm-hmm. Black covers everything. I mean, usually. I did have one silver back in the day that black was like, nope, nobody, nope, can't cover that. I forget which one it was. Probably one of the armory ones way back in the day. Way back in the day. But it was interesting because there's two Alpha Strike tournaments I want to play at Adepticon. One is using this BTTCC tournament thing, and they haven't put up the rules, even though, like, Adepticon, or uh, LVO is doing it, but I don't know if it's the same rules or not, which probably is. You can get, you can get an idea. Yeah. Um, and list building. You know, of course, list building this is different than I'm used to. Nick, so he hasn't looked at a faction yet. He played in black and red because he likes black and red. Yep. And based off of John's little suggestion that he told me. Yes. Thank you. We play Cal Hounds, but. Yeah. But other than that, I don't know what I want to do for the base. I think I might just do a brown, but I want to put like vegetation there. But you got to be careful with the vegetation because size matters. I mean, you, vegetation comes in all sizes. Correct, but I don't know if I have a you know the right size vegetation, if you know what I'm saying. But again, Z scale for trains, you just go in and go. I need Z scale vegetation. And guess what you're, they're going to have for you? Z scale vegetation. So you'll be fine. Just just go ask for the right thing. It'll be all good. First, I have to find where to go get that now because we have no stores that do that now uh there's a wondrous thing invented called the internet yeah you heard of it <laughs> once in my lifetime yeah i figured maybe but yeah i mean this is the kind of what i'm going with i don't know if i'm going to I'm going to test it out. I think I, I agree with you. I think the t- king crab is my, my crutch, best way to put it. Um, but I want to test it out and see if I like it. I mean, he is one of my favorite mechs of all time. So that that is a good point. Uh, is it just by era or are they limiting you by your faction choice as well for what you can choose? Uh, you'll have to look at the instructions on how to build stuff because there is faction and all that stuff apparently too. you wish me to read rules read the fucking manual <laughs> yeah, i'm not going to the fucking tournament <laughs> so 
But I mean, I would have thought you would have because that is he's a good important. If you can't run all your mechs together because they won't, they weren't built by the, they weren't in use by that faction, then you will need to actually uh, change it. I can use all of these because they have a master building list thing that you can use. Yes, but uh, oh, okay. Yeah, look at there is a there are four generic lists available: the Interstellar General, the Periphery General, Interstellar Clan General, and Homeworld Clan General. Faction tabs. Yeah, so I imagine you chose the faction tab when you were choosing the uh... Interstellar. Okay. Because I like the yeah. Interstere. So yeah, that's. It's important, but yeah, I don't think he's actually caring about faction right now, Nixu. He isn't like we joke Kellhounds because that's the color scheme, but it really doesn't matter what color you paint your max. Yeah, there's you don't have to. Paint. And again, if someone at the event goes, but you painted them like X, you can't use snake industry rules. Please tell them to go fuck themselves. Yeah. This is my own faction. Yep. Gonzo's Regulators. Gonzo's Regulators. There you go. They're general interspheroids and general hemorrhoids. And they do what they want. But... Uh, at Adepticon, or at the start of Adepticon, the new Kickstarter is kicking off, which is going to have uh, vehicles. They're going to start doing vehicles. I mean, yes. plastic, plastic vehicles. <laughs> I had to remember you were telling our listeners, not me, because fuck, I know. Yeah. Um, I'm on uh, Patreon for one of the guys who's the art designer. <clears throat> so... Like, I've already seen most of the things that are coming in there. Yeah. The tanks I'm really looking forward to because I think they're going to be kind of cool. Yeah, Anthony Scroggins does a lot of work on that, and he will post quite quite frequently of what's coming out. I think I've actually seen all the mechs that are coming out. Also, yeah, all of them, that's true. Uh, they have a bunch of alternate Irbies coming out, too, which are going to be interesting to take a look at. Gonna be a lot of interesting things, but I guess the Kickstarter is starting uh, at Adepticon. The first day of Adepticon is when the Kickstarter is gonna. Well, they already have pictures up. of some of the tanks and all. They're oh, looking yeah. good. They're looking good. Yeah. And they're being done in plastic, so even cooler. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, I like most of their mechs. Every once in a while, they put a mech out, and I'm like, eh. But. A lot of them are really good. The tanks especially look good because they, they have the right feel for them. They have good lines for uh, some quick and dirty, uh, you know, if you want to use... Uh, hold on. If you want to slap chop them. <laughs> sorry. Not sorry. But yeah, I also really like the way they're redesigning things. A lot of the redesigns look amazing. 
He better not play Word of Blake Nixu. I have words with him then. They won't be good words. <laughs> but won't play what? Word of Blake. Why? Why not? Did you want to play the most religious zealoty assholes in the entire the inner sphere? The guys who make the clans <laughs> look like reasonable human beings. Um, I did play Minoth for a while. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know Minoth would would use nukes the way the Word of Blake does. I don't know them. Don't yeah. know that story. I mean, there's a lot of lot of lore for Battletech. Oh yeah. It's out there. And actually people want to get in there. We I just said to you earlier uh this week, uh check out Text Talks Battletech and the Black Pants Legion on uh YouTube. You will get some good, good stuff. He's got a couple more generic ones when he's not doing individual mech reviews or God, mech lores. I don't want to say reviews because he very rarely truly judges the mech. He tends to be a little lenient on the mechs. But, yeah, the Amer Civil War ones were great. And then the beginning of the clans, that's great, great background. He's, Tex does great work on that. And, like, if, like, Anza, you're going to have to listen to him at some point. Luckily, I'm sure you'll have time at work. Oh, yeah. But those ones are, like, two hours long. But they're in-depth. And don't, like, discount some of his older stuff, even though it's not as thorough when he was starting off. But they're still amusing. Yeah, that was one thing we were talking, a couple of people were talking about. So, for people that know, my work has decided to do a social group. And there's a social group that says they want in to get into miniature gaming. And I'm like, okay. Of course, I'm, like, one of the heads of the social group. And so, I'm, like, trying to figure out things that we can do. And I'm like, well... Quick, easy, and cheap. You know, just for Satan, you know, miniature gaming. Well, Battletech is one we can do. So. And Legion, there is a... There is a King Crab with ECM that we need to get in MechWarrior Online. Because I need my giant missile magnet to have a fucking ECM. So I don't attract as many missiles. <laughs> Yeah, his 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 video on on the uh, charger was brilliant. It's a mech that was would have been super easy to judge harshly, but he did not. Oh, there you go. Nix is going to be singing the praises of the uh, King Crab zero 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 over the zero zero one because two point cheaper and better defensive stats. Woot! I did something. You did. You're painting stuff. About time. Watch or it. something. <laughs> hey. Which we, we haven't really talked about. We've been doing a lot of Battletech talk, but we didn't talk about hobbying for the new year. Um, Guys, don't set unrealistic goals for your hobbying. Just hobby. Actually, don't. don't unless you really want something to challenge yourself, don't set a goal. Just fucking hobby. Yeah, just have a fun painting your stuff. Now, I mean, if you have things like, of course, I'm going to Adepticon, so all my stuff has to be fully painted for Adepticon. Well, okay, I get that. You got to yeah, get that shit done. Yeah, but don't hobby. Don't set a goal that makes you hobby to the point where you no longer 
enjoy it. Correct. I don't know, Nixu. Those stat differences are a heck of a difference. Four 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 is a lot better than three three one, even though we won't be needing the one so much. But uh, yeah, don't 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 get girls like Legion said. Like the Legion twenty two three hobby is to challenge you for something that you you don't use as much as you should. So he would challenge me to use my airbrush that's just still sitting in the box. So I might take that <laughs> challenge. Yeah. Um. Sure, it would help things go faster. It means I'd have to hobby a different spot. But honestly, my new... Uh, I can't use my headset with my new uh, magnifier because the way it works doesn't really fit either way. You know, I do that, but then it doesn't really fit over the ears so well with it. So, but, I, mean, so I have to if you're take gone... off my headset anyway. So have I had to go to another room to do the... the the airbrush, it's not like a big deal. But I mean, I see some people setting these hobby goals. I'm like, if you're going to set one, set a realistic one. Set something well, that, 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 yeah. that's obtainable without you, you know, freaking I mean, these out. These are goals, not challenges. Yeah. Like a challenge is, should be difficult. A goal should be attainable. Correct. Those are the difference between a challenge and a goal. Like in a sports ball analogy, Teams challenge themselves to get to the Super Bowl. But let's be honest, not every team has their goal of the Super Bowl because it's not realistic for every team. You know, some teams are just like, we are fucking terrible this year. We're going to try and just do our best and win whatever. Maybe not the best analogy, but that's sort of the way you got to go. Example, when me and Legion and all we are on MechWare Online, we're going, we're playing in the world championships, for Christ's sakes. We're not expecting to get to the finals. We're not expecting to get to the quarterfinals. We're just going to try and do our best and maybe do better than last year. That's all we want, and have a good time while doing it. Yeah, and that's that, that's what I keep on seeing with people. I mean, yeah. some people's like, I want to paint, you know, two hundred miniatures before the end of the year, and I'm like, really? I mean, I could paint two hundred miniatures in a year. I'm just not sure I'd like painting afterwards. Or I mean, also, I don't play the army, the the games that have armies like that anymore. Yeah. If you're playing, but in, honestly, if, no. If, 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 if I would, this, if I painted slap choppy or, you know, with uh, contrast paints mostly, like Gonzo's doing with these, sure, I could paint a lot more models than I do. But that's not my way. Yeah. Although I do think the Mech Warrior, the Battletech models are really good for. Uh, yeah, they have, they have good lines for it. The good lines for contrast paints and stuff. Like contrast paints and washes, you can get a long way. I just, most of my schemes want more than that. And that's that's fine. You got to paint models that you like, not that someone else likes. Although I do need to once I get all the metal painted and then you know washed and everything, I gotta go back and I'm gonna paint. You know, of course, the glass, the cockpits. You want to say? So let me know when you do so. I'll get you Bishop Steiner's uh, um, pictures on what is actually the cockpit and what is not. Because apparently it's not everything you think it is all the time. And he went through like he on a whim he started a couple and then ended up going through all of them. Yeah. Well, luckily the glass looks like it's supposed to on this. I should say, on most of these models, you can tell. You think you can. But again, 
You can't always. And then, honestly, again, they're your models. If you wish to paint it as glass, it can be fucking glass. Yeah. But officially, they're not always the same. Correct. All right, so I got metal on everything I wanted to be painted metal, and I'll go back. So here's and... also a good note. Like, honestly, the point Gonzo's at now, all of these mechs are three colors. Yep, I could. I have to base them. So... Yeah, you could base them and then... I mean, they have Jobs a base. And, uh, and I can technically let these go and be done. I do suggest the GW or others uh, technical paints, the basing paints for this stuff, because it is very good. Well, I've got sand on there right now, and I just got to repaint the sand a little bit. Uh, oh, you can even you can put that stuff on top of sand. That's the best part. Yeah. If you decide you want to go more. Yeah. I'm going to try to find some vegetation that will fit. Um, I do have some old green fluff, I guess, best way to put it, for, like, bushes that I could put on there. I don't know. I'll have to wait and see. Yeah, also just look up, again, Z-Scale. Yeah, I mean, I got plenty of time. But then, of course, I want to put, you know, like, you know, things that have lights on them. You know, like the inside of this Warhammer, this little part right here, I want to do like a little bit of green and a blue. Just to add a little bit more to it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That way it looks a little bit better. You know, got, got a little bit more texture. Yeah, you know, just do what you want. It's my mind. I can do what I want. <clears throat> Honestly, I do like the way they paint up. They paint up pretty easy. Oh, yeah. There's the opportunity to do more if you've got the skill and the desire. Yeah, you um, can do camouflage patterns or whatever you want. I mean, there's so much you could do. It's not even funny. I mean, pretty much if I were to do this, I would put brown on the base, dry brush the base, and then do the cockpit windows. And be done. And you're good to go. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to let that slide. I'm going to move over. Come back to the camera. Uh, woo. All my models. Raise it up a bit. Yeah, so again, Nick, so I'll say bring that up again after he plays his game, and maybe he'll, he'll have some context and maybe... Uh, Maybe you will be able to uh, convince him. Um, I'll try and read the rules, too, to help you a little bit with some of that. But we'll see. I've got uh, other stuff I need to read. Or the King Crab 001. Yeah, and I, I like I said, I got to get the um, I got the book, the Alpha Strike book, and so I'm waiting to see what all the special rules are, um, and see what all the cards do. You know, all the special rules in the cards, because uh, that that'll dictate. Because I like I said, I only have one point left. The only thing I could do is drop the 
pilot skill down and that gives me 10 extra points so i would have 11 points to play with so it's very you know like i said it's very finicky you've got to be careful because then also like i said you may have 350 points but you're only allowed to use 200 of it and so you got to be careful of it when you yeah, it'll be, I have some options yeah so you know like the locust and the helicopters are great for you know point fillers i mean the crab is 50 some my points so that's, you know, can be a, a big issue. Yeah. I would rather have more mechs than one big mech. Well, but limited to eight. Like, the rules are really weird to me. They're, they're different. It was really weird because yeah. I, I got with my friend of mine and we both looked at it. And then we went to the place where you have to build lists, which is the masterunitlist.info, and got everything ready. And it was building through it and make sure I got everything. But... Like I said, it's different. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just different. I mean, um, it seems like it might be needlessly complicated. So, and the other one is a little bit different. I'm not sure, but, you know, I'll have to wait and see. Um, but, you know, I could, you know, drop some points and take some off-board artillery support. Because those can be pretty cheap. But... You can only use off-board art artillery once, so. That's also another thing you have to look at. Fair yeah, I, I agree, Nick. If not, I could see people taking, like, shit ton of, you know, yeah, but the, speed the, 16. But the making 30 points and then only playing 200 of any time is a needlessly complicated role. Instead, make balanced scenarios. People have to take balanced lists and can't just skew one way or the other. Yeah. You know, make them take some balance in their lists. Um, rant time. Said I wasn't going to rant. Lying. The <laughs> two list format that sort of Privateer Press started and a lot of other games have gone to is actually a fucking detriment to people playing games properly. What it allows is it allows people to skew their list one way or the other and sort of find that stupid fucking this is super balanced and super great this way and this just covers my one shitty matchup if i can see it and it has led to the fucking you know list chicken we used to play and it is bad you want people to have to build balanced lists i i, I hey I, here's my balanced list i can play whatever Maybe sometimes someone's going to come with something specific in the scenario. He's going to get an advantage. Yeah, but in another scenario, he's going to get his fucking ass whooped. <laughs> and that's sort of the thing. I mean, it's like bringing a fucking LRM mech or an ATM mech or something to fucking MechWare Online match. Sometimes lights show up on me and I'm like, oh, I'm dead. That's my fault. <laughs> I'm not going to get angry. Shit happens. But it, it, and you'll find if you made balanced scenarios, people would bring more balanced lists and you wouldn't let them get away with this bullshit. And I and I personally like more combined arms and um, balanced lists to begin mm -hmm. with type thing. I mean, I, I came from where we only we could only bring one list and then bringing two. I was like, okay, cool. But the armies are built like that, and I was like, okay, so this list is it, built for this. It was interesting and originally, it's interesting in certain games. Like certain games predicate themselves around it, and that's fine. You know, Malifaux, uh, fucking. Uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol, both are built around maybe having a limited selection of model, maybe a not-so-limited selection of models, and then deciding as you get more information what you're bringing. 
Um, so it's it's one of those things. I, I'm not a fan of it. I think it has actually hurt gaming more than it has helped in every case. But honestly, I could say that about Privateer Press on the whole overall. <laughs> um, but so, I guess it's really what I want to do is I just want to, I'm going to paint these models up, get them going, test them out, see if they're, if they function, because I don't know if they function or not. I mean, play a scenario and then tweak it based on that. I think I agree with you. My King Crab is my, you know, Achilles heel. For the simple fact that it is a large Very point expensive. sink, and I could have other things in the list, but um, there's only so many models I can take. Now, if like the king crab and two other things perfectly equal that hundred points, you may not be able to play. Sure, Correct. I can see it because you're like, hey, this is a chunk. It, it leads you to building. You're not building a list. You're building different chunks of a list. And again, I'm not a fan of it. I think I think this could be solved better by actually having good scenarios and making people play balanced. But is what it is. But my overall rule for this entire thing is just go play games, shoot each other up, have a good time type thing. But yep. I am going to make sure that, you know, my stuff isn't completely fucking broken type thing. So <laughs> that's what I'm looking forward to. Uh, and I'll do, that. I'll do that, you know, because... I'll t definitely take and build up pre-build 200-point lists because that's what, you know, is there. You pre-build 200-point chunks and go, okay, well, this, this scenario goes for getting to the other side faster. Well, I'm definitely not going to take the king crab. <laughs> so also at a, so at a local tournament, you can do different scenarios than you can do at a big event. At a big event, someone might try something new like that. They're less likely to come in without having to meet the locals at a local event. So I think at a scenario, at a, at a big boy tournament, at a, at a big tournament, at a thing, if it's not like a championship or some type, if it's just like, hey, come play Alpha Strike tournament, you need more generic rules because you might get the idle. You might get the fucking casual. If you get the casual at the store, it's likely a local of the store. So, you know, the, the rules are, are easier to deal with because he will have talked with the locals, the rest of the locals, to figure out what to do. So, is what it is. That's my money rant on that shit. <laughs> not, not, like, it's a minor problem, but it is still, like, from gaming, it's a problem. I don't feel bad, Nick, so I'm still a mod on a couple Facebook groups that are War Machine related. Let's go ahead. We're in the media section, guys. It is our media section. For people who don't know, we do have a rating scale. We have two rating scales. Uh, whether the the media that we have is, is equal if it is closer to Casablanca or Cats. Cats being the worst, of course, Casablanca being, you know, one of the best. Um, and then we have our space herpes rating. The fewer space herpes, the better, of course, for people. Because no one wants space herpes. Nobody wants space herpes. Uh, if you really want to know what space herpes are, just go watch the Ice Pirates movies from what nineteen eighty something, and just prepare yourself. Ironically, for... not five, not a five space herpes movie. Yeah, <laughs> but just be prepared. Three I was actually four. talking to. Let me read that again. Hmm. I was talking to a friend of mine at work and uh, 
we were talking about movies about you know how things change as we're going on and i was like yeah and we got on the topic of ice pirates and i was like you could not make that movie again <laughs> i mean it would be but why did you make it black yeah because i wanted it to be perfect <laughs> um there's a lot of movies you can't you could not make fucking blazing saddles anymore. oh no you could make all. a lot of stuff no could not be one of the Captain worst. Captain Mizzy, if that's the worst hour and a half of your life in movies, you need to watch more shitty movies because yeah. that's like that's not even five space movies. Yeah, may not even be four. Might be like three and a half. Yeah, it's at least three and a half though. <laughs> so um, let's go ahead and of course I have fifty billion of them. Uh, I did watch some stuff that was pretty... I'm going to talk about random things. Don't worry about that. I'm going to okay. talk about a random thing for everything you talk about. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. My first one is... So I was watching, of course, the Great British Baking Show, and they had some actors on there. And you know me. I love my Great British Baking Show. And they had these actors on there, and they were from a show called uh, It's a Sin. And I was like, ooh, what's this show? And it is a British show based in the... Uh, Late 80s, early 90s, about the AIDS epidemic that happened. Um, yeah, you, you can Cheerful. already. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> you're already, you're like, fuck, Gonzo. Why did you have to, like, kill yourself in the first time of your holiday break? Right. You know, let's just follow it up with some fucking light <laughs> shit like Chernobyl. Yes. Uh, which, uh, talking of Chernobyl, the people that did Chernobyl are doing The Last of Us. So you know it's going to be a fucked up show. No, 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 no. Respect. Like, yeah. Oh, it was, yeah. Chernobyl may be the best series I watched last year. Yeah. Probably is. But it is an emotional wreck. Um, so, um, what it is, it's a story of a group of friends uh, during the late 80s, early 90s uh, in Europe about the AIDS epidemic. And holy fuck. All right, I'm going to say this. I lived this. I was there during this. I know this. I felt this. And the actors, no problem with the actors. The acting was great. It was on key. It was great. I loved every one of the characters. Uh, some of the stuff it just makes me just adore them and everything they do. But f it is a fucking depressing series because it is... You're sitting there and you're watching this and you're like, oh, AIDS, we have to lock this person in a cell and not let them have contact with anybody because we don't know what this is and, you know, treat them like, you know, they have the plague and everything. And it was just, I mean, people dying, you know, characters that you cared for. It, it's sad beyond belief. But I mean, come on, they, they wouldn't let Magic Johnson on the fucking basketball court because they thought people would catch AIDS from him. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was, was a fucking thing. And it, I mean, I'm watching it and I'm like, I mean, I feel I mean, I, I bawled my eyes out the last episode. It was horrible. It, it was. But it was it was the it was a thing of it was done so well. Um, They're not doing any more. They're, they're like the story is over. We did what we did. Um, it's fine. There's nothing wrong with it at all. Um, what I did find interesting is when it originally first came out that um, STD testing and condom usage shot through the roof uh, when it first came out because people were like, Good. fuck. Okay. The only positive that come from something quite that negative because, I mean, 
Like, it's tough things to get out there, but man, for those who lived us, it is not something I would watch. I would, no. uh, I would choose something uplifting, like the third <laughs> episode of Chernobyl, if you remember that one in particular. Um, but I mean, it, it was very, very sad, but very good. Let me, let me, let me just say this. It is a very sad subject, very scary subject, but such a great cast, such great acting, great follow through. And people don't, a lot of people just don't understand how people were treated back then when it, this started happening. And, you know, I have a friend of mine, she watched it from work and she's, you know, a young 20 year old. And she's like, that fucking happened. And I'm like, yes, that's how people were treated. And they were like, holy fuck. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was bad. It was bad. Uh, I highly rec- recommend it from a standpoint, but it is a very sad show. Yeah, um, be, be aware that it's depressing AF. Yeah. I'm, I mean, you can tell. Yeah. But it is very, very good. And like I said, the characters were amazing. The, the, the writing was amazing. It was great. I loved it. Um, and like I said, I did ball my eyes out at the very end because it's just, you know. I mean, sometimes you do. Yep. John, what you got? Hey, uh, so I only watched one movie in the past two weeks. All right. What was um, that? I didn't watch any series, uh, but I watched a bunch of YouTube and all also. So I'll talk about some of that stuff, too. Okay. Uh, the movie I watched was The Mummy. Which one? Brandon Fraser. Okay. Fix and say. This just in. The movie's still fucking awesome. Fuck yeah, it is. Like, the biggest shame is we did not get more of those movies because they're just fun action. Like, yes. it is very much in the vein of the Indiana Jones. You've never seen them. It is just fun. Like,. Good character development, actual fucking good guys. I mean, you get Brendan Fraser's character, Rick, who, you know, Benny's betrayed him multiple times, killed lots of people. At the end, he's still trying to fucking save his life because he's a fucking good guy. Like, it's it's just good to see. Like, the humor is, like, once in a great while, the humor is a little sideways, but not so much with the first one, the second and third, but diminishing qualities. But they just, it's a, just great fun. We need more movies like that. It... it Usually I will watch that almost every single time it comes on that yeah. I see it. Because I'm just like, fucking hey, yeah, hell yes. This movie's great. I mean, if you look at those things, you get the Indiana Jones movies. You get the Mummy and the Mummy, the, the three Mummy movies. Um, to a lesser extent, when you were younger, you would think that way about the old King Solomon's Minds movies. But having rewatched <laughs> the first one recently, the quality is just not there. But like National Treasure 1, I haven't seen the second one yet. I know, it's weird. I just... Never got a chance to see the second one. Same sort of fun. And then apparently the uh, National Treasure TV show is a little YA, but it's a little fun like that, too. So, but I am Mummy, currently watching that, by the way. Okay. The Mummy is fucking... Uh, it's great. It is zero space herpes. I agree with you. I mean, as far as modern movies go... I. If I were to remake it, I'd be like, don't remake it. Just show the fucking original again. Yeah. <laughs> Just show it again. Uh, the Batman. Nixu, yeah, we have seen The Batman. The Batman was... You didn't like it as much. I liked it more than you. So I'm going to say this, though. Since, even though I saw Spider-Man uh, No Way Home this year, it was from last year. We discussed that. Sorry. It was 20... from 2021. <laughs> I saw it in 2022. <laughs> the Batman might just be the best superhero movie of 2022 i mean it may be better than dr strange just because dr dr strange is fine it was fine it was a good movie it was enjoyable 
the Batman is probably better quality, but less enjoyable, less fun. So, there you go. It was, uh, no, I mean, Doctor Strange is better than Eye Candy. There was some good stuff in it. But the Batman's just a little too pretentious. Um, the Riddler's scheme is fucking stupid. You could rewrite it where it would seem more interesting. Um, like, I don't hate his scheme. It's just way too overblown for that type of character. You know, I feel like he's got a Joker-style thing where he's just like, well, I just blew up the fucking retaining walls. Fuck you. <laughs> because I'm the Joker. You know? Um, uh, and I said it was gone when we reviewed it, and I'll say it here. I feel like if he hadn't killed the the mayor earlier and the mayor had won the re-election against the uh, lady who was running against him and that was his instrument him instigating his people shooting him because the mayor is corrupt i wish to kill him not this new mayor he doesn't fucking know anything about that was the part that lost it if it was that he was like his plan b like oh i've got a plan oh he won look at this shit then he'd be like i see it i got you there cool yeah, his Master was trash, but it's still a good movie. The Batmobile scenes are fucking dope. Dope. The best Batmobile they've shown. Like, sure, the original Batmobile scenes in, like, the Keaton Batman were, like, iconic, but this is great quality. Um, Pattinson wasn't very intimidating as Batman, but that's a minor thing to give away because the Batman costumes imitating. The actors were all good, though. Yep. You know, Pattinson played the character he was given very well uh, uh what's her name is catwoman was great obviously uh gordon was great uh, we didn't get enough alfred and fucking uh what's his name is the penguin colin I keep forgetting be colin, colin farrell yeah colin farrell not first but... as as the penguin is fucking awesome yeah yeah Yes, people bit bitch like that's not really detective work. No, it was good detective work. It's movie detective work. It's not like real detective work. Enjoyed it. It was a good movie. Very well may be the best superhero movie of last year. That being said, I haven't seen Wakanda forever, but um oh, it was it was good. I'm looking forward to seeing a second one come out. And there's our old movie review from last year. <laughs> that being said also, no matter what Twitter says, it is not the best movie of last year. Uh, I want to see everything everywhere all at once, which may change my opinion, but fucking Top Gun Maverick was the best movie last year. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, not as good as Pocahontas in space. Can't quite uh, j match that based on all the reviews I've heard. Yeah. Yeah, Nick, so if you liked the first Top Gun, it is just such a good... Haven't seen Glass Onion. It would be difficult to challenge Top Gun Maverick because it just hit fucking all the... Uh... Did, you see, did you see Glass Onion? I did see Glass Onion. Oh, no spoilers. No spoilers. So, uh, okay, well, here, let's go with this. Uh, I saw Bullet Train uh, okay. on Netflix. I enjoyed the shit out of it. It was a good, fun movie. I mean, you, yeah, you know what you're fun. looking for. You know what you're getting into. You're not getting into something. I'm like, what are you bitching about? This is just a fun movie. Yeah. It's that faux Quentin Tarantino style, but a little more, way more fun than he is. Correct. It was more, it wasn't as serious, and that's the best way to put it. Yeah, not as serious, but it was. Yeah. Like, highly fun. Know, when I went to go it, it was like three ninety nine to rent or five ninety nine to buy. I'm like, fuck, I'm just buying it because my buddy said I'm probably gonna watch it twice. And yes, well worth it. Yeah, Nick. So we can 
I, I got into this rant before. We can't judge everything on the best. It's like when a fantasy movie comes out where, like, you know, fantasy thing comes out like, well, it's not Lord of the Rings. Well, no fucking shit. Nobody. If you get to Lord of the Rings status, okay. Yeah. But if you don't, but you still make a good movie, I am more than happy about that. Yeah. It doesn't have to be Lord of the Rings. Everything doesn't have to be Lord of the Rings. Everything doesn't have to be the best ever. Correct. Sometimes you just go in going like, ha, that was fun. Um, but I enjoyed the shit out of it. I highly recommend it. Yeah. Um, like maybe one space herpy of that, but it wasn't anything. I can see one and a half. A lot of people are going to yeah. find it one and a half, but it's still certainly enjoyable. Certainly worth it. If it's a streaming now for free. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Legendary Beastmaster was fun. It's a saving grace of that movie. <laughs> um, I did see glass onion, no spoilers, but it was damn good fun. Very yeah. good. Um, I'm not going to say anything that, you know, might spoil or going to be a spoil, but I highly recommend it, especially if you liked all the other knives, if you like Knives Out. Um, Daniel Craig is is amazing in this, again. Mm-hmm. Um, highly recommend it. Good fun. Go watch it. Um, yeah, it's on my list. I, I, I laughed in quite a few parts and was like, yeah, that's really, really good. Um, very solid movie. Yeah. Uh, I would give it probably like one... Space Herpy, but that's kind of pushing it. Okay. Um, what do you got? Uh, so I watched a lot of two things, or I watched a new thing on one channel, which we talked about before, which I'll go now, is the Black Pants Legion Text Talks Battletech. He just released the Charger video on uh, Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And first off, I like to say it. His stuff's gone from being these 15, 20-minute long videos. They're fun and good to hour-long things with great soundtracks that he's getting, even if some of it's just royalty-free music and all that, but well done, great artwork from the community, and he fucking just puts it all. Like, he's got a Patreon to help cover the bills and all that and all that, but he's not here to make money. It was fucking all for charity, and he's made $15,000 with this video for fucking St. Jude's. Like, Kick amazing. Ass. Great. And, and it's a great quality. Like, super good. If you guys are interested in the backstory of Battletech or you just want a hoot, some of them you just need to have the basic idea of Battletech. You can watch some of the videos and go like, ha, that was a hoot. <laughs> but, I mean, and he's really fair to things. And he goes up on tannets. He's allowed to at this point. Like, I don't want to say Tex is quite bulletproof, but man, he does great stuff. He doesn't care about any of that bullshit. He just wants to put out good videos for charity and just give back to the fucking community. You all watch in jokes. Like his whole channel is full of, a lot of that. If you watch the Battletech related stuff, he's got a couple of videos he did of MWO streams that are fucking hilarious. Um, Fireteam Whiskey is fucking great. It's him and his guys. They do a bunch of him playing them playing video games together as a group that are good. It's just a good channel to watch. Sometimes you just want to watch people being silly playing a video game. But he's got a great voice for it. I mean, like uh, Nixu said, it's fucking gravel and whiskey. Great voice for it. It's top-notch. His stuff is always zero space or base. <laughs> um, I'm going to go over a couple of things just kind of quick. I watched uh, Dog, which is a... Channing Tatum movie about him having to deliver a military police dog. Eh, it's okay. It's good background noise. Eh, just, you know, whatever. I mean, I, I love Channing Tatum nowadays because he doesn't, 
he just gives his all to every role. Yeah. There wasn't anything wrong with the show. It's just, you know, it's just, it, 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 it's, it's my meh rating of 3.5, not, or 2.5. Not bad, not great, but, you know, not yeah, too bad. It sounds, I mean, it was one of those movies that's like, yeah, nah. Yeah, no. Um, I did take a recommendation because I saw a lot of recommendations for this TV series called White Lotus. That's on HBO Max. Um, it is a show about rich people that go to the White Lotus Hotel and, like, something detrimental or bad happens. Uh, people die. And it's it's... There's no reoccurring characters, even though, like, there could be a recurring character, but not reoccurring cast type thing. So, and they go to different areas. And I watched season one and season two. I don't see why everybody's all like, this is like the next coming of, you know, whatever. It was okay, but I could take it or leave it. Um, didn't care for it too much. It was just okay. And really, I'm kind of tired of seeing rich, spoiled people. In TV shows. Yeah. I mean, we can have those idiots running Twitter. I mean, what? <laughs> uh, Correct. But I mean, shit. I do want to talk about something I did watch and I fell in love with that I want to go in. And that is the new Matilda on Netflix. It is a musical. No. I fucking like I saw a clip. Fucking quality. This was fucking great. I mean, okay, don't get me wrong. I love Matilda anyway. I mean, uh, doll stuff is great. You know, it, it's very trippy, very unique stories and such. Um, I, the original movie was great. Um, but this one, I was like, oh, man, a musical? Is it going to be? Oh, man. But I watched it, and I love the shit out of this. It was hilarious. I love uh, fucking musicals. I'm going to say here. Musicals. I fucking love them. Uh, it was, I mean, it had great acting, great characters. It kept to the book better than the original movie. Um, it was just fucking amazing. The music, there were a couple of songs I was just kind of eh about, but I downloaded the soundtrack and played that and listened to that like three times in one day. Yeah. It was, it's great. And these kids well, did an amazing said, job. Remember we said about, uh, fucking, uh, Willow. Yeah, is the music and it helps just because. I mean, people forget that they discount music in something, you know, where the music in something can definitely. Oh, make make a break scene, and even just putting pop songs in. Look at what fucking James Gunn did with fucking Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh yeah, we know those songs. Those songs are iconic for that. You can do that, and I think it's a lost art. Yeah, I mean, and musicals are hard. Good musicals are hard to come by nowadays. Yeah, you, I mean, you, you find yeah, cats. Fucking cats. <laughs> cats. But I mean, it it was done so well. The actress that plays Matilda was great. Her voice was great. She acted amazing. The song she did, the the composition of how everything was put together, um, everything was just I mean, this thing was just superb. I of course I love the story of Matilda and I was kind of meh on musical when I first heard about it. I'm like crap, um, but it's based on a lot of the songs that were you know in the Broadway play. Um, but I mean, it was really really good. I mean, I still sing some of the. I'll be walking and the tune will just stick into my head, and I'm like, fuck. Now I'm gonna have this stuck in my head. But it's good. Sticking. Do you know head. what? What made me realize I do like musicals more than I thought. Two things. 
first off, the fact that I like the soundtrack to the fucking South Park movie more than the South Park movie. <laughs> and the second thing is when Joss Whedon did uh, Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog. Yep. Fucking, like, musicals are good. I mean, you have to make them solidly, but... Correct. Like, I'm a big music in in things, and musicals can be great. I mean, it was really... It was done very well. The characters, the sets, everything was amazing. And you, you look at this, and you're like, fuck, their parents were shitty. Her parents were shitty. And, you know, the headmistress, she was shitty. But I'll tell you, you root for the kids, and you jump for joy, and when the songs come on, you're like... Uh, uh, and you're just getting into it and all this other stuff and you're just like I enjoyed the shit out of it I highly recommend it it gets zero space herpes from me I mean it was just unbelievably awesome um, I love the shit out of it I, I've watched it twice um, and I, oh, wow. I, I own the soundtrack because it's just good show it's just good movie um, and like I said, my list <laughs> your list of double watches is very short <laughs> <laughs> I mean, mostly movies. So yeah. I was just going to say, actually, there's a movie that I've only seen once that I need to watch again because I'm watching a lot of clips on YouTube because they started a channel of related to that, and that's Zulu. I need to rewatch Zulu because that fucking movie's great. Yeah. But I mean, I highly recommend it, especially if you like musicals and you like kid stuff yeah. and everything. This is just good, solid. And I mean, it's a good story to begin with. Uh, Doll's stories have always been solid to begin with, so highly recommend it. Love it, love it, love it. The other one I've been watching is uh, it's a channel called The Operations Room on YouTube where they do uh, breakdowns of battles. And they've gone into a lot more series. They used to do just one-offs here or there, but they've re-upped and they're doing a lot of series. They've got older stuff where you see the actual battle the Top Gun was based off of, stuff like that in the past. But they just did, uh, they did a series on Iwo Jima. Which is interesting because, I mean, I knew about Iwo Jima. I know the iconic shot. I know it was fucking a meat grinder. But it's cool to see what happened there, if you're interested in military history at all. And then they just did another series on the Battle of the Bulge. The whole Battle of the Bulge, not just the part that uh, our protagonists and Band of Brothers had to deal with. The whole thing. And very much enjoy the detail they put into that. Um, also because they do a lot more of what actually happened, not necessarily the Band of Brothers slightly mistaken and maybe romanticized slash exaggerated version. Uh, for example, they just did the part where, you know, they covered uh, Easy Company going and taking the village of Foy um, at the end of the Battle of the Bulge. And in the series, they really kind of disrespect Lieutenant Dyke and... In this, he makes sure it's clear that you understand that this was just a man who had a fucking bad day. He'd been on the line for so long. He'd been fucking stuck there with his troops for so long. He just he just had a fucking bad day. And he was actually a really good soldier and a solid leader. And I love that they gave the, the solid military with the context. Because you'll see something like Band of Brothers where it's like 99% true. But that fucking 1% can sometimes be super skewed. But I suggest checking out the Operations Room if you like military history at all. They also have a sister channel called The Intel Report where they do, like, background stuff based on whatever they're talking about. It's just fun if you're interested in that military history thing. Which, I mean, being that I am a white male in my late <laughs> 40s, I World War II or some super expensive hobby I can't afford above top of my other hobbies. It's, like, mandated by law, right, Gonzo? You get to choose. 
Yeah, what, 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 I think someone said some of the choices was like Revolutionary War, you know, World War Two. <laughs> Funny enough, uh, through high school, through my 20s, I was actually much more of a Civil War buff. But that's a much different story. But yeah, I definitely suggest that. And also, like, guys, check out your, like, remember, there's a bunch of shit on YouTube. If you don't watch it a lot, just be careful not fall down the YouTube rabbit hole. I fall down the YouTube rabbit hole a lot. There's a million movies I've seen, like, a bunch of clips from. But it's also good. If you go, and you go, like, this is the only part of that movie I want to see. Cool, now you know you never need to purchase that movie in any format. Because you just want to see that clip. You know, there's a lot of movies that are just clip movies. And that's fine. But it's good to know that. And there's movies, like, I see a clip from The Batman, as we were talking about it. And while I'm cool with the clip, I'm often like, you know, I should watch the whole movie. That's a good sign. But something like Doctor Strange, I'm like, I see a clip of my cool. That's what I wanted to see. So it's good to note. Spoiler, anything done by Zack Snyder is a clip movie. <laughs> a, you just want to watch the clip and go on with your fucking life. Um, I did watch the new Witcher, and I'm going to give it a pass. Okay. Um, the Blood Origins was not good. Um, now, let me ask you, because I've heard a couple other opinions of varying things. And one person said that they thought it was okay, but they really think you're going to use the other two episodes they they, they cut out of it. Um, it, it, it gets my 2.5 man rating that it's... Do you think the two episodes would have helped it, though? I don't know. Okay, that's fair. I mean, it's a fair review. I don't know. I mean, it's very cut and paste, chop, you know, put together type thing. And it kind of just pushes me. I'm like, there was no need for this. I was expecting to be good. Uh, I was hoping it was going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. But she can't save some things. I will point out is Malaysian, not Chinese. Things I didn't know until late last year. Yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, if you got some spare time and you got something in the background, sure. Or, you know, you just want to watch something, fine. But you're telling me I should finish season one and two before I watch that at the very least. Oh, yeah, yeah. Season one and two, and I wouldn't even care about it about the other part i mean it's so you're saying with my limited time to watch tv series i should not even think about oh no yeah 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 no with your limited time you got you got better things to watch anyway fair enough um i am still watching willow uh i think the last episode was behind i think the last episode was one of their best episodes by the way okay cool actually so i did two in a row the week before because i was behind one Mm -hmm. and the one where they meet the reavers or whatever they call them I, I enjoyed the crap out of that. Yeah. I enjoy where it's going. Um, like, we say it's a little YA, but, I mean, sure, but it's not like it's bad. It's not no. like teenager YA. It's like, hey, I'm almost 50. 20-somethings look like YAs to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am watching the uh, National Treasure TV series. That's not, yeah. It's not bad. Um, it, it, you see where everything's coming, though. It's not nearly as good, of course, the first movie. Maybe but started fucking uh, um, Jack Ryan. It was like, I seem to finish this episode. I'm like, not in front of me, fucker. Watch this. <laughs> I didn't know you liked this. Motherfucker, I read tons of his books. All... Yeah, get the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> I need to start that's that. That's on my, on my list. list. Yeah, so I'll be watching that. Um, I'm shooting to finish that by the end of January, though. I want to... Keep up with other things. Uh, we got Star Wars stuff coming back, even though mm-hmm. I still haven't finished Andor. Not entirely sure I'm gonna. Not that it's an insult to Andor. 
it is very high quality. But much like a lot of things, I don't think it is actually good Star Wars. I think it is good science fiction. I think it is good quality. I just don't think it is good Star Wars. I think it's a little too far afield. I think they skewed too far. Like, someone heard me ranting about too many space wizards and went, well, how about fucking this? And I'm like, that's a little too far from space wizards. I might. I mean, it's only a couple more episodes. We'll see. I just... It's a kind of down series, and I don't want down. Like, life sucks enough. The world's in fucking shambles enough. I don't need to be seen fucking down things. Yeah. And that's something I recommend to everyone as my final rant for the first episode of the new year. Know what you want to see. Don't watch depressing stuff. Don't listen to de depressing music if you're not in that mood. Correct. It, it will exasperate that and make things bad. Don't do that. If you're Correct. feeling down, watch something up. Get your comfort food as far as get your comfort music, get your comfort TV show. Watch yourself some Firefly if that's your cup of tea. If you love fucking Deep Space Nine, watch your Deep Space Nine. Whatever it is, watch it. Be careful of your own emotional status when you're watching stuff. Correct. Like, And that's the reason why I said, while It's a Sin is an amazing TV series and I love all the characters, it is a very depressing story, especially oh. in the later episodes yeah. when people are dying because it's well, the age like epidemic. About Chernobyl. Like, you can watch it. Don't ever fucking try and fucking binge that shit and be careful of your emotional state. I mean, it, it's important. Like we, we, we joke about it and there's a lot of toxic masculinity about men don't blah, blah. No, fuck that. Yeah. Worry about your emotional state. A lot of times I'll sit here and be like, I don't want to watch this thing. I'm going to watch this other thing instead because the mummy, I want joy. I want the good <laughs> guys to win, the bad guys to lose. And I want to be happy. So I will fucking watch that. It's called fucking fantasy. Yeah. It's escapism. I want that sometimes. Yeah, just be careful of what you're watching. Some yes. of the stuff, like I says, could be. Don't don't force yourself to watch something that you're not in the mood for, because you'll get the wrong opinion of it. Yeah. Like I said. Hey, so much for no rants. Oh, I knew you were going to. Come on. That's how it always is. All right, next time, have a good night. We're actually just about done ourselves. Yep, we are gonna be out of here, uh, guys. We appreciate you coming and listening and watching and doing everything. We appreciate you whether you're here with us live or you're, you know, on somewhere else. But if please you're listen to us through, you know, any of the networks, any of your Christmas as a podcast format. Appreciate you as well. Pop in the Facebook sometimes. Say hi to us. Yep. Give us your, your thoughts. You know, we'd like to hear that. But please be careful out there. Please watch after yourself. Please watch after your friend. Check on everybody because mm -hmm. even when you don't even think they need to be, that someone needs someone to talk to, you'll be surprised. Yep. Um, John Sometimes made a, a random person on Twitter just needs you to say some kind words and it may help. Correct. So, uh, guys, we're going to send you off to the Pyro Club. But Pyro Club. They'll be on break. They probably will be. <laughs> Knowing them. Please take care of yourself. Please watch after each other. Uh, please keep your health in mind, and we will see you at the next convention or next weekend. From Mother Dice, I'm Gonzo. I'm John. Good night. Hit that raid button. Raid? New Year, same jokes. Yep. Yeah. Oh,